All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery, instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. For the show, how are you doing? Good, Jason. How are you? They uh, wreck up better than the orders right now. Uh, they are struggling uh, for sure. Um, uh, you guys made an announcement today. You have a, a new five-person committee that's going to report to the board about basically looking at the structural uh, organization of the ownership of the Edmonton Elks, which is currently a, a community-owned team. So well, I guess or does that mean all options are on the table here? Yes, totally. All could be private owner, could be a group, it could be the – community-owned shareholders that that uh, want to get involved. We're just uh, we're not going to prejudge any decision. We're going to see what the interest is from all various different groups, and we'll go from there. So, how would you find out, like the commu- when you say the community, in what sense could the mu- community be involved? Um, probably as a group, Jason. Uh, to the the uh, the organization of the club right now is a, it's a it's a uh, not-for-profit corporation under Part Nine of the Alberta Corporations Act, and it really means I, I, I don't even know how many. We've got about seventy-five shareholders that yeah. each have put up ten dollars to be a shareholder, and and they get to come to the annual general meeting once a year and vote for the board of directors. That's that's really how it's structured. So. Um, a community group could be a, a group of maybe some of the existing shareholders, maybe the not existing shareholders, a group of Edmontonians that uh, want to ensure football carries on for a lot of years, or 
It could be an individual, or I guess it could be a corporation. We're wide open to looking at what the alternatives are. Um, you, you had mentioned about the facility, and um, you know you look Saskatchewan and, and Winnipeg, but you were in BC, Rick, and they didn't change their their facility at all. But they changed their ownership group, and, and he came in with a new direction, and now they're thriving. So, it, uh, is a new facility more of like, well, that would be nice to have, but is not necessarily you know one of the top things that's needed? Yeah, for sure, it's. Uh... It would be great to have a uh, stadium like Saskatchewan or, or Winnipeg or Hamilton or Ottawa. Uh, I know that's not going to happen overnight. It's just uh, Commonwealth Stadium has played a great part of this community, and it's you know it's getting pretty close to 50 years old. It's, it's had some up, upgrades, updates over the years, but um, the, it's not the same as as uh, what's needed for uh, CFL football going forward. But I know it's not going to happen overnight. And you're right. You can, you know, we announced the, the uh, closure of the top deck. And uh, with that, if we just use the lower bowl, 31,000 it can hold. So that's still the fourth, third or fourth largest stadium in, in the CFL. So I, th- I believe by we have some great fans here and by closing the top deck, it'll be a lot more um, for game day promotion, game day excitement, uh, fan experience. It's going to be a lot better for our fans. So, Rick, you you were here before, uh, you know, then you were in B.C., so you've seen other ones. When I look at this organization, like, it's it's not just being a one- or two-year issue here. This has been kind of a, you know, an ongoing one. People have talked about, uh, you know, I've talked to people who used to be on the board, and they're like 15 years ago they talked about how the, you know, the the main fan base was getting older, and they still talk about it, and not much has changed. Um, So even if there's a change in ownership, is it fair to say there needs to be a change in direction of how the organization runs well there might be some i think i'd argue a bit with you that the, the, we have made some gains with uh, the younger crowd i think uh, you have to treat it different than and you have to market it different uh than the older crowd but but we have made some gains but clearly you can make more and i think if you look around the cfl is you know winnipeg and saskatchewan in particular and, and bc to a limited degree of have really got that younger crowd coming that uh, they look at it as a place to be, and that's what we have to create here. How do you create – like winning obviously helps. There's no doubt in my mind yeah. that, win, that yeah, winning no plays question. a part for sure, right? Yeah. But there, there is – you know, you can – you don't have to, like, be a dominant team. You just obviously, you know, can't lose every home game for four years. So obviously, that doesn't help. But, um, you know, when you look at it, Rick, to, you know, to bring in, the, you know, the new – because I think there's still a lot of people that enjoy CFL football. Like, the, the Elks weren't, haven't been a very good team for a few years. You still had a few games, that, you know, when it's nice and sunny out on a Saturday and you've got 35,000 people people there right like it's it still happens and so when the team's good i think it's even easier to attract them but what do you feel are things that have to happen moving forward to start getting fans more interested in coming back on a regular basis well you're right about the clearly winning certainly does help but it's also in uh game day experience of if uh and and particular for families that's where we i think we grew it pretty well in in bc uh, it's not an expensive ticket, and it's a great place for families. We're going to certainly build on the excitement outside the stadium before the game. 
and we're going to work at enhancing our game day experience and just make it fun and um, because that's what it's all about at the end of the day is coming out and, and enjoying like you say a great Saturday afternoon Saturday evening and a nice summer day there's no better place to be Rick Lalasher joins us, uh, interim president and CEO of the uh, Edmonton Elks. Uh, they start a five-person committee. Now, the five-person committee has uh, three existing members of the board already. Um, h- how is that then going to be any different than some of the ideas the board's already presented? Well, the board hasn't presented any ideas. <clears throat> so this group is, is represented, as you say, three board, three passport members, and then, then myself as uh, they, um, we wanted to bring it down to a smaller group and get some experience from the past. And Bruce Bentley, who's a well-known Edmontonian, is going to be the chair. And I can tell you, this this committee is really gung ho to get to work, uh, find out what some of the interests are and in ownership going forward, and then get to a point of making a recommendation to the board of directors as soon as possible. That was my next question. Is there a timeline on this? Because I know you had a quote saying, hey, you know, we're, we're comfortable with our trust fund for 2024. It's no big deal. But obviously moving past that, uh, you know, we would need some investment. So um, if, if you're going to start the process, is it safe to say that you kind of like we're almost near the end of 2023? So is this something that you're expecting a presentation from this committee to the board by like end of January or how soon? Um yeah, the sooner the better, in my opinion. <laughs> they, we're, but we're not setting any dates, Jason. We're gonna, uh, we'll see. You know, I've talked to a few individuals and groups that have previously expressed uh, interest with, since I came back in in August, and uh, I've actually talked to a couple today. So there's certainly interest in going forward with uh, the Elks, and and uh, we'll just see. Where the time, I just can't say it's going to be by the end of January or the end of the year. We're going to do it as quickly as we can, find a solution, and then get on with uh, 24 football. And uh, Rick, from from your standpoint, um, are are you expecting to remove the interim tag? Are they actively looking for somebody to like? Are you just filling the seat temporarily? What's the plan as far as the uh, CEO and president go? Well, the the. Originally, I think the plan was that they were going to go on a search right away, and we determined that uh, since we're looking at this, I, I've agreed with the board to stay on on an interim basis through into 24 to get this project done. So I, I just can't give you an answer when I'll be done, but it, it clearly will be uh, a new CEO in place at some point. And, you know, if it's a different owner, the the owner might want their own person. Right. But it's yeah. going to be a very important position. So I've agreed to carry on. And so we're running, really running down two roads, this um, the special committee. And then we're working hard with our whole team here of planning uh, for 24 on the field and in our fan experience. And so then it's safe to say, Rick, we won't see any major changes in management as far as uh, GM and head coach either. We're um, going to kind of run with them as well, uh, simply because of uh, the potential for new ownership. Yeah, correct. Yeah, no, Chris Jones will be the head coach. And uh, the, he's uh, talking to all of his assistants right now. And uh, once we once he knows what, what he wants to do coaching-wise, we'll we'll make the decision and, and go forward from there. 
having been uh, worked for both sides, private and public ownership, Rick, is is there one that you think would be better for the long term sustainability of the organization? Um, there's pros and cons to both. I think the, the key on a on a private owner is that it's somebody that certainly has the resources, but but also to have the passion. And I think you know I know Amar Doman very well now after my last two years there with him and. and He's very passionate, and you know the BC Lions at one point, Jason, were a community-owned team. Calgary was, Hamilton yes. was. So, uh, you know, a year ago, uh, Montreal didn't really have an owner. Now they're the Great Cup champions. So, um, the, the there's no magic to who the owner is. I think it's more they have to have the proper financial resources, of course, but that they're passionate, dedicated to not just the team but to the city of Edmonton and Northern Alberta. Rick, thanks for your time. Uh, we look forward to see uh, what un- what uh, this uh, new committee uncovers and is presented to the board, and then obviously uh, you'd make it public to the uh, to all of the fans because I'm sure many of them will be interested to see what the uh, future holds for the green and gold. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. sure well. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.